0: The Jazz.
3: Stop the three.
0: Hit it! The high schools.
3: Falco's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, make the move to the
0: 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non sports sports
2: Wife carrying.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric
2: France and Aj Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Ah, oh, the day after—it's <sighs> gonna be a depressing day, so, isn't it?
4: So close. It's gonna be a depressing day. You know, I'm like—I'm happy they fought. I'm happy they kept it close. At least but they didn't fit, go out like
2: Game Five. Sure,
4: but Eric, you can't shoot. Oh, we uh, this is going to be just a venting show, I know it. You can't shoot 29% from 3 and have 95% of those looks be really good looks and miss them. I
2: know. That's that's what's so perplexing about this whole thing is that the Jazz had looks oh. and it you know gives some credit to Dallas, they were active in their rotations. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like they were blocking a lot of shots. No. Or hands in the face Heck all yeah, the time. They weren't
4: even contesting you half the time, man. <sighs> and, you know, and like you, you watch Dallas, like, miss. I mean, what is it? I think Ian Eagle said it. Um, both teams combined one of 14 from three at one point in the first quarter. I mean, we were just throwing up bricks. We're building a mansion here left and right. Yeah. Right? It was I, bad. It was bad. And then, you know, Mavericks kind of finally get some rhythm going in the second half. And the Utah Jazz continued to get great looks and couldn't hit them. And that has been the theme of the second half of the basketball season, right? Yeah. This team started off 27-9 in the season, or is it 29-7? Looked really good. I mean, was jilling offensively, was, was active defensively. And then the second half came around, and I don't know what happened. I don't know where it went wrong. I, I just I oh we took the bird box challenge shooting the ball. I, I I have no idea.
2: It doesn't make any sense to have some of our best shooters shoot this poorly. What I really liked in the first half was that the Jazz recognized our outside shooting is not happening. In this game or in this series. Yeah. Dallas does not have a rim protector. Yeah. So the Jazz attacked the rim possession after possession after possession. And it was working. And they had a lead. They were putting the pressure on Dallas. But then in the second half of that third quarter, I mean, Jazz are up double digits going to oh, halftime. And I, I turn to my boys. I, no. I'm like, get ready. Yeah, exactly. Dallas is going to make exactly. a run. Because they're to... all Jones and like, yeah, we got a double digit lead. I'm like, Guys, the run's going to happen. <laughs> you just wait. And then Dallas comes out and you're like, you know what? It's worked well for us this whole series. Let's go isolation ball and then kick it out to the corner for a three. Jazz haven't seen that at all. Let's try that again. Let's try a new secret weapon. Oh, my
3: gosh.
2: Corner threes.
4: I, dude, Brunson gets better. He just got better and better and better. He got more confidence as the series went on. And even when Luka Doncic came back onto the game or onto the court for the Mavericks, he didn't shy away. Brunson was still aggressive in getting to where he wanted and what he wanted and it it just i mean everything backfired on the Utah Jazz and i'm i'm so frustrated with the way the season ended i'm so frustrated for the Utah Jazz i'm frustrated for our fan base you know it, 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 cuz it makes no sense it makes no sense how we lose in six games to the Dallas Mavericks <laughs> oh,
2: it, it it really man. does and and not that they lost to to Dallas, a, a franchise who hadn't won a playoff series since 2011. Yeah, but how they lost to Dallas? Yeah, the, the, that's the thing. The, their bread and butter is most potent offense in the league, great outside shooting, great defender in the low post, and they negated all of that. And Utah was was completely unable to make no adjustments. adjustments. No adjustments. It's none that worked. Quinn Snyder
4: got outcoached by Tyrone Lou and Jason Kidd, and let's say it, Mike Malone, back-to-back-to-back years, all in the playoffs.
2: It's Michael Malone. Let's make sure we say it right.
4: I don't. I don't have time. I don't <laughs> have the patience for this, Eric. <laughs> Three years being outcoached in the playoffs. Tyrone Lou spun circles around you. Jason Kidd... Just, I mean, he. I bet you he went to the locker room for pregame and said, hey, guys, exactly what you said. Look, really complicated game plan. We're going to do the exact same thing we did in games uh, two and three, all right, and game one. Why not? We're just going to do that again. Ready? Break. Go team. He never made an adjustment because he didn't have to because
2: Quinn couldn't do anything about it, wouldn't do anything about it. Look, give Dallas credit. Their game plan was be patient, pass the ball around because the Jazz are going to chase you. And someone's going to be open. And pretty good chance they'll be open in the corner. Right in front of the Jazz bench. <laughs> right in front of the Jazz bench. <laughs> hey, and okay, you know what else ticks
4: me off? is how come everybody that goes to the corner doesn't step out of bounds when you get Royce O'Neill over there. It's all like, oh, I don't know where the out-of-bounds line, even though I've been playing on this home court for the last four years. How come Royce O'Neal can't find the baseline, or at least the out-of-bounds line, and steps on it? But every opponent that comes in, Brunson... Bullock, Terrence Mann, Kawhi Leonard, who's got seventeen size feet, doesn't Matt hit C. the Kleber. out of bounds line. Yeah, Kleber. They can all just, oh yeah, I know exactly where I'm at. Royce O'Neill's like, oh, I'm out of bounds. He's sitting on Hassan Wattside's lap, practically. I I just I'm so frustrated. And so now, Eric and to our wonderful, awesome listeners, we have to have it. We have to have the conversation. Where do the jazz go from here?
2: That is a crappy conversation to have after another first-round exit, but here we are again. And we're going to hear from Justin Zanuck, the general manager of the Utah Jazz, a little bit later on today. He he met with the media. Really, the only post-game or locker cleanout media availability. He was the only locker cleanout media availability. I mean, Jordan Clarkson yesterday. Really unheard
4: of. Donovan Mitchell yesterday. Uh, I hey, so the only Rudy get- didn't meet with the media, did
2: he? I don't think he did. Yes. did. Oh, he did? Well, it was all last night, just after the game. Yeah,
4: so what are you going to ask the players? Like, What are you going to ask them after like 40 minutes after they just lost the series and end of their season? Hey, tell us about the season overall and what your thoughts were. I don't know. We just lost 40
2: minutes ago. It was like the same group of questions. Oh, dude. And that's the other what part. What happened? Uh, do you like being in Utah? Uh, will you be here next year? What changes need to be made? It's what do like you you yeah. put that rent cycle, repeat. Yep.
4: Yep, exact same thing. Over and over again. The, when you listen to the Justin Zanuck audio today, I think, Eric, our, our listeners, because you've listened to it too, our listeners are going to find two things. One, Justin understands there needs to be changes, but Justin isn't going to just pound the panic button right now and start screaming and selling out guys underneath the bus to anybody that's not how Justin Zanuck works but he i listening to him i feel like he knows there needs to be ch- there needs to be changes made and uh, and some of them will be bigger than others some of them will be more impactful than others but he also wants to keep what can actually work here and i think you'll understand more our listeners will understand more what i'm saying when you listen to him he actually gets after one reporter about a certain question about a certain somebody so
2: yeah and there's been a lot of smoke um about a variety of different things it's not just one thing but how much of that is just media just trying to stir the pond and dig and dig and needle and try to create something that's not there and how much of it is look they know something's going on they're just trying to get to the bottom of it yeah yeah and i what do you think it is
4: that's a great question you just asked. Like I never thought about that. What do you think it is? You think the media is just plunging into it and digging a hole that there's no treasure to be found at the bottom, or do you think that there's something there, and the media knows that there's something there, the Jazz just haven't been able, have, the Jazz have been able to hide it so well. I think it
2: may be a little bit of a combination of both. If I can Kay? take that route, explain because clearly there's, the, you can tell it's stretches of the game, stretches of the season that mm-hmm. they the team doesn't isn't together (laughs) it isn't connected Uh, they don't seem to trust each other like we've seen them in the past like there's not a lot that's changed with this roster correct so we know what this coaching staff is like we know what these players are like the these beat writers have been around this crew for three years and so they pretty much know what the character of this team is like sure so when things are off they're gonna tell they can they can sense it. So they're trying to get to the root of it. But at the same time, sometimes those things are internal that are dealt with internally that the media doesn't need to know about or will get overblown if they do try to create an angle there. And so they're searching for something. But the problem is, I think we've seen this a, a lot for this team, is they keep throwing the same rock at the same signposts. And it's like eventually we're seeing that in this postseason availability last night and a little bit today. It's like and multiple times throughout the near the end of the season, too. These players are like, we're tired of answering this, having the same question asked of us. Knock it off. So by nature of continuing to ask the same stupid questions again, they are kind of creating an issue that may not have really been an issue. But I think that also speaks to if you if your locker room doesn't have strong leadership, then that can that stuff can get out of out of hand.
4: So I ask you now, was there and, and our listeners? By the way, you can text me. We'd love to hear your thoughts as well on this jazz season four three five three three nine zero three two one. to text into our Gilmores text line. I my computer screen won't work, so you're gonna have to do it. But four three five three three nine zero three two one. 339 on, on uh, if you want to text him out, jazz season. We would love to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, I'm flabbergasted about how the series ended. Eric, let me ask you. The Donovan Mitchell versus Rudy
2: Gobert theory, do you think that was true? Uh, there was a rift, no question, in 2020. Do you think they got it fixed, though? Um, I think they mostly got it resolved. Repaired it?
4: And, and then, that, then, then the I think the media because something happened before, yeah, yeah, I'm with you people here. People are
2: like, let's try to... Rip that scab yep, off yep, and reopen a wound here, and and those unless, guys are had to uh, yeah. continually deal with that. And 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 the thing is, is they
4: would make. I mean, it was every single thing they did on the court. Oh well, Donovan gave Bogey a high five, but didn't stop to give Rudy a high five. Hold on, you Rudy's pass it to that guy to, in
2: the corner, yeah, but not to Rudy. Not down to Rudy, Rudy. though know Rudy's
4: being double teamed. Oh, watch, Rudy's talking to Donovan. It looks like it looks like Rudy's yelling at him, and and Donovan didn't say anything. Walking away,
2: it was just. Quit pushing that narrative, you know? Agreed. A couple texts have come through on our Guild Mortgage text line. 9315 texting in. I'm just glad this Jazz painful season is over. Time to think Aggies. Let's go, Aggies. Yep. Amen. I am done with this
4: 2020 Jazz basketball season. I'm so – I really am ticked. I'm upset, Eric, because this team had the talent and the caliber, and they were healthy. There was no look at Doncic in games 1 and 2. You should be up 2 games to none. And it really should have been up 3 games to 1. And in game 5, you don't even show up. In game 5 in a 2-2 series, you don't even show up. I am so glad to have this over with. And Eric, does there need to be wholesale changes? Does there need to be an incredible reaction to how this season ended? Or do we
2: do you try and repair some of the holes? Uh, 5634 texting in yeah. with a response to that. Great. Says, it's time to blow this team up. Okay. Need better players that can hit wide open shots. That would be nice. But that that's what's also so frustrating is that normally these players on this roster who are wide open will make those hitting shots. Hitting 21 threes a game. Look, bogey's hitting multiple game winners for the Jazz. Yeah. Did you want Bogey or Clarkson shooting that three? Look, Bogey was 3 of 5 until that shot. (sighs) He had won a few possessions, like two possessions before that was questionable why he even attempted that early in the shot clock. But he was the only one, really, that was most consistent from beyond the arc last night. Um, Hernan Gomez was 1 of 2. Clarkson was 2 of 6. Daniel House Jr. was 0 for 3. Mitchell was 2 for 7. Connolly was 1 for 6. O'Neal was 0 for 5. Yeah, O'Neal, okay. So, Bogey was your best option. Don't get me started on freaking O'Neal.
4: That guy needs to go play overseas. I, dude, I, and, I mean, transition three from Royce
2: O'Neal is about as bad as it gets. Uh, Royce O'Neal would be a nice player to have on your roster. But he isn't a starter. When you have Royce O'Neal and Rudy Gobert on your, in your starting five, two guys that can't get their own shot. Yeah. You that's putting a lot of pressure on the other three guys. Do you have Mitchell's line by chance? Him and Gobert's I was just curious. Mitchell in thirty nine minutes on bad legs, scored twenty three points, nine assists, eight rebounds. God, that's not a bad night. One block. He did have five turnovers. You have his plus minus? He was plus three. Wow. And Gobert. Gobert, ten points, twelve rebounds, no blocks. Uh, he was a plus four. There wasn't a negative plus-minus guy on the Jazz starting five. He still lost by two. Bogey was a zero. Oh. O'Neal was a plus eleven. He was in the plus-minus. He had the best numbers there. I mean, I'm bagging on him, but the it was uh it was the bench play that hurt Utah. Oh yeah, it killed him. Yep, killed him. House, in 15 minutes of play, he was a minus 14. Holy cow. What was Clarkson? Clarkson was a minus 5. Did any of them finish in the plus category in that bench? Uh, Pascal was a plus 1.
4: <laughs>
2: Which, when he came in, he provided energy. He, he did secure a, a, he did. Loose, a loose ball rebound, a second chance opportunity.
4: There's so many questions... I just and that I mean last night just bothered me to no end the way that game ended. Um, again, I, you're right. Bogey got a great look on a pump fake and a slide dribble to the right and still couldn't make a three. But man, I'll take that look hundred times out of a hundred. Either him or Clarkson shooting that. Give me that all day.
2: Uh, we'll get to that. There's some texts that have come through. We'll get to uh, that point specifically in one of them. But nine three one zero says keep Bogey Clarkson and chip out the rest over the next two years. I like
4: Clarkson by the way. I really love the spark. And then, I look, I know there's some, a lot of iso balls, sometimes. He's he's dribbling too much, not going a lot of places. But Jordan Clarkson came off the bench and did exactly what he was told to do, score. Be a score spark for us because when our starters are out, we need somebody who can score off the bench. That's what he was brought in for, and he,
2: I think he did that consistently. Uh, consistently, I think, is the right word. I think he was probably the most consistent player for the Jazz in this series. Oh, yeah. Oh,
4: Absolutely. Heavens, yeah.
2: I I think if you look up and down that roster, game to game, who was who was most reliable game to game? It'd be Jordan Clarkson.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Rudy Gobert would be a close second. Can I ask,
4: would Rudy Gay have fixed any of these issues in this series?
2: (laughs) I don't know. We haven't seen him on the court for two months.
4: That's. I know it's pure speculation at this
2: point, right? I mean, I theoretically. Probably. The guy can score. He can shoot. I don't know how well he can defend, but I know he was always a a difficult guy guy for the Jazz to figure out. How does a guy not find the
4: court in the playoffs a single second? A single second. A single minute. How does he not see the court? That doesn't make any sense for me. Like, he has playoff experience, and they didn't play him. He was in the doghouse for that long. What did he do? Kick Quinn's dog? (laughs) Someone explained to me how Rudy Gay, who's brought here for playoff experience, doesn't play a minute in the playoffs. That we bench him. But yeah, Herman Gomez is playing over him. Uh, Zanuck
2: addressed that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Someone asked about it, and... Uh, he's basically like, well, based on matchups, we think Rudy <laughs> Gay would have played in the next round. Yeah. It's
3: like,
4: what? Yeah, it didn't make a come whole lot on. of sense. I think I think he's trying to save face for the decision-making that was happening. But I'm pretty sure there were some rough conversations. Like, if you're Rudy Gay, right, you got signed to this team, and, you know, things are going okay, you're finding your niche. And then all of a sudden, come, like, last part of the season p- slash playoffs, you're riding the pine. That makes no sense to me at all. Like, oh, I'm You're, sorry. I played over 50 career playoff games, and I'm going to sit here and cheer pay for them my
2: team. $8, $9 million a year.
4: Makes no sense, To man. sit there.
2: Uh, let's see. A couple more texts. Let's in hear two. it. 9475. Trade Gobert for a stretch five. Yes. Package O'Neal and Connolly for yes. an upgraded version of O'Neal. Please. Let Trent Forrest and Butler develop to be our point guard. I love Jared Butler.
4: I love Jared and, and by the way Zanuck also talks about The young core Jared Butler Nah Trent Forrest You know all, Unfortunately Trent Forrest Didn't get healthy in time I think he would have saw Some pretty clutch minutes Eric is very high On Trent Oh Forrest. yeah Absolutely He needs to develop An Reason to
2: shot But he's He's fearless In attacking the rim I think he runs The offense well Jared Butler, was, I, I, Jared
4: Butler is about as athletic as you can get, and he'll see some summer league minutes coming up here in August and July. I would like to see more of the young core get more meaningful minutes because I think they're that good. If you're not going to play Rudy Gay, who's your most playoff experienced guy on the roster, you might as well let some of these young cats at least get at it as well. And I, yeah, I, I agree. You know what? Package Royce O'Neal and Conley and get something better of a version of Royce O'Neill. Because Conley, again, I think his salary increases by $2.5 million next year in a single year. For what? For him to go miss layups at the rim and miss free throws? By the way, how about Bogey missing two free throws in the fourth quarter, huh? Well. Yeah. The free throw shooting was just incredible. I don't know
2: how we were so bad at the line, too, Eric. Jazz are 15 of 20. Not great, though.
4: At home. At home, Eric.
2: Dallas shot 9 of 11. So, they only had 11 attempts. Jazz had 20. But there were... This game last night was not won or lost because of the refs. I'm not... You know me. I'm not normally that guy. I am. And I'll say it if you want. But last night, there were a couple of times when guys were going to the basket, getting bumped hard... Uh, the quote-unquote block of Doncic on Rudy, it was he a just foul. slapped his arm. It was a foul. And by the way, he they got, didn't. He, they, they didn't call much at the rim. Jordan the, Clarkson goes half. to
4: the rim, gets nailed. Nothing. Luka Doncic goes and backs in on Bogey. Bogey bumps him, and they call it. Um, on the treble on Mike Conley, he got pushed by Dinwiddie. He got pushed. Like if they're gonna call what they did on Bogey, you called on Spencer Dinwiddie too. Be
2: consistent, and and they weren't last night. Couple more texts coming through. Six five four three. Should the uh, last shot have been a closer, more high percentage shot? The last shot was mm-hmm. set up perfect, and he had a clear shot. So after the game, Bogey addressed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they asked him about that because he gets the inbound, and there's like four and a half seconds. So there's time to go to the hoop. But his his answer, I totally agree with. It's like, look, I, I was wide open. I had made a couple of shots, and the way the refs were not calling stuff at the rim in the fourth quarter, I didn't feel like, you know, they weren't going to call anything on me. So I had a look. I took it. And by the way, when you're catching a ball
4: in a game six of the NBA playoffs in the final seconds down by two, a lot's going through your head and everything's happening kind of fast. If you pump fake and a man flies by and you got an open look at it, like ninety nine point nine percent of the time – I'll take that look from Bogey all day, anytime, yes. any day, anywhere. Yes.
2: I love the look. I thought it was a great call. A and if great nothing ATO. else, you give your team a chance for a putback if it misses. Exactly. I just I love the look. I thought it
4: was a great look. And I mean, and and by the way, so on the play, you see Donovan try to go through a crease going towards the rim, almost like a like a lob and an oop sort of kind of a thing. They block it off. They walled it. That's how Bogey got open, because Bogey just curls around a second time, and then all of a sudden Donovan's blocked off by two guys, and Bogey just takes off to the left of the wing. And he I mean it was a great throw in, it was a great catch, it was a great play setup, just
2: just didn't go in. Very well designed oh, play. Oh, So well designed. Just didn't go in. Uh five four, five, two. Call me crazy, but Bogey could have easily driven in for a layup to tie up the game and force overtime instead of jacking up a three. Why not do that?
4: Here's the thing, though. Again, 4.3 on the clock. There's a lot going through your head, and it's happening pretty quickly. What if Bogey doesn't get there in time? Honestly, what if he doesn't get there in time? What if he takes a dribble, he hesitates, he goes, "Oh, I can go to the rim." You
2: don't know if he's gonna get there in time. And is he the is he the strongest finisher at the rim? Heck, no. Does he have the strongest hands on the team? And if they foul no. him and, he, and he goes to the
4: line and he misses one of two, then you're all you ticked off that he missed one of two at the line. That
2: oh, you had a wide open look from three. Exactly. Why not take, it Why to not win take the, game? the three?
4: Exactly. Yeah.
2: You know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yes. It really is what it is. Yes. Uh, nine three one zero. Then we need to take a timeout. Okay. Uh, it says Mike Conley was a problem for this era of jazz oh. basketball. Twenty-one million a year. Yeah, could have gotten two veterans for that price. You know, I, I think when we first
4: got Mike Conley, we were thinking veteran point guard, shooter, scorer, and a good playmaker. Instead, what we got was a younger version of Mike Conley, I guess, or a younger version of Ricky Rubio. Excuse me, a guy who can't shoot, um, a guy who turned over the ball a lot, and a guy who couldn't stay healthy.
2: Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm just gonna look up his salary. Real yeah, I'll look
4: it up. My screen. I gotta fix my screen. Mike
2: Connolly is making 21 million this year. Goes to 22.68 next year, and 24.36 the year after that. So he's not making as much as he did when he initially joined he's the team him. on the trade. I but still,
4: 23, 26, man. You can. That's a lot for that you guy. You can get a
2: couple of dudes. For that price. We got we got
4: to make shift some some budgeting decisions here. I think that's gonna be a big part of the conversation as well,
2: Eric. Yes. All right. Quick timeout. Love to continue to get your thoughts and reactions to last night's series clinching loss. Really for the Utah Jazz. 0321. And where do they go from here? I know we're less than twenty four hours removed from that loss, and that it's done. And certainly, there's going to be emotional reactions. Uh, but we'll also hear from the Jazz organization. Their uh, general manager met with the media today. We'll hear from him uh, in his full statement. We're not going to soundbite him. No, nope. let him. You need to hear hear it out from of his him. own mouth. Yep, and you decide based on what was what was said. So yep. that will be coming up a little bit later on in the show. Stick around. A diamond is forever and is perfect to represent your love. For those special occasions, give her a natural, one-of-a-kind diamond as unique as she is. Our exclusive brand, Needham Brilliant Diamonds, is both beautiful and affordable with quarter-carat diamonds starting at $499. We have hundreds of sparkling diamonds at our Integrity Price Guarantee with financing available and investment for generations to come, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. SC Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock.
1: Mothers are simply the best, so treat her with nothing but the best this Mother's Day with a delicious brunch buffet at Elements Restaurant. Omelets to order, hot pancakes with maple syrup, slow-roasted prime rib, fresh salmon, deep-fried shrimp, and many more delicious options, including a full dessert bar. Because she's special, treat mom to something extraordinary this Mother's Day. Elements Restaurant's Mother's Day brunch, Sunday, May 8th, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Google Elements Restaurant to reserve online or call 750-5171.
3: Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Confused about what Medicare benefits you're eligible for? Need help understanding your Medicare Advantage coverage? It can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let us help. Call 752-9493. We have the experience and knowledge to help you feel comfortable and get the most out of Medicare. There's never a cost to work with us. Let us be your advocate. Learn more at lssins.com or call 752-9493. It's happened to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is towel with Northern Utah ChemDry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah, ChemDry of Northern Utah. 5, 7, 5, 2, 6, this is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cash Valley since
0: 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
2: Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Uh, text line is open, 435 339 0321, if you want to chime in. Utah Jazz losing to the Dallas Mavericks last night. And uh, another text, 9315. I wish I could play bad basketball and make 26, 28 million. <laughs> yeah. Ajay and Eric, we could all be epic on the Jazz.
4: You know, as. A former All Star church ball player, I would I would do some wreckage. I right, I'd, I'd at least hit the rim, Royce O'Neill. Hey, what frustrated you most about that loss last night? What stung you the most about
2: losing to the Mavericks last night in that Game Six? Uh, I think it was just the third quarter. It's a killer. Just okay. Here we go again. Isolation ball, pass it around, kick it to the guy in the corner, hit a three. Isolation ball, pass it <laughs> around, kick it to the corner, the guy in the corner, hit a three. And we're pulling our hair out. Like, how is this still happening?
3: Yeah, it's gu- game
4: six. Someone guard somebody. Like, if, if you know if he's going to the rim, man up, guard the guy so the other guy can go to the corner and play defense. It's just. It, and and over guys it, were getting confused on oh, who should yeah. switch on whom. Rudy's yelling at somebody.
5: And who Ru- should stay Don home. Is yelling at somebody. Like, yeah. oh it was my.
4: so bad. How is this still
2: happening? So bad, Eric. Okay, chew on this. Okay, hit me. Stat muse. Yeah. Who famously craps on the Utah Jazz. Oh, they love it. Yeah. But this is something they put out earlier today. Okay. Um, Donovan Mitchell over the last three playoffs, uh, he averaged 36 points per game in 2020. That was in the bubble. Yeah. In 21, he averaged 32, and this year he averaged 26. You sense a downward trend there. His field goal percentage went from 53 to 45 to 40. His three-point percentage went from 52 to 44 to 21. His uh, opponent field goal percentage, guys he was defending, went from 37 to 49 to 56. And his plus-minus as a player went from five point, plus 5.0 plus 5.4 to plus 1.9 oh. to minus 6.5. Oh. Yikes. Wow. That, that is hard.
4: That is really
2: hard to swallow.
4: Okay, let me ask you this now, Eric. Let's 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 start the purge, right? Let's let's start the purge here. You have to let go to clear up space one way or another. You need to let go of four guys right now. Who are you giving the hook to? Four guys? Four guys. You don't have to tell me how, what, what, you know, just four guys you need to let go of to help build your team to be better next year.
2: Mike Connolly, Royce O'Neill, Rudy Gay. Um, gosh, I mean, any other number of guys.
4: Dude, give me your thoughts on Hawaii. I saw Whiteside. Side. What are your thoughts on him throughout
2: the year, Eric? It's a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah, That's a great point. Uh, there would be some games where he's blocking shots, he's grabbing boards, he's got an offensive skill set. And then other games he's, like, totally disengaged. Like, he'll miss on a play and he'll look at the players and he'll tap his chest like, sorry, I missed that, and totally miss out that there's a guy standing right next to him stealing a ball or grabbing a rebound or making a play that he totally doesn't see because he's... <laughs> He's a cartoon character <laughs> off in La La Land. He doesn't know what's going on. The other frustrating part about him is,
4: like, defensively, I would see spurts of him be like, oh, hey, there it is. You know, that's, that's the hostile on Whiteside we like. But too many times I just saw, always oh, going to the lane. I can't get there in time. I'm not going to make the effort. Like, like, say what you want about Rudy Gobert, but Rudy Gobert, if he gets beat on a drill, Rudy Gobert is going to make sure that you have to—he's going to he's gonna make it really tough for you to make a layup. He's going yes, to be there. He's going to hustle. Right over your shoulder. Contesting the layup, Hassan never did that for me. I never saw that a uh, Hassan. If I did, it was a flash, quick light, and then it was gone. Frustrating, like because yeah. he was so good. There's so much potential there, Eric. I know that that
2: describes the team and the season. So much potential. So much potential. Never materialized. Frustrating. Frustrating loss. Um, interesting. S- a uh, bit of info. This is uh, courtesy of the Athletic. Okay. And they they had a couple different pieces t- today about the Utah Jazz. One was focused on Quinn Snyder. One was focused on Rudy Gobert. And one was focused on here are you know a variety of different things that could happen <laughs> for the Jazz. But the one from Sam Amick, which was focused on Quinn, was to focus on his tenure. With the Utah Jazz, and that he he's taken the team to the playoffs six years in a row, and under his tutelage over that time, the team has more regular season wins than everybody in the NBA except for Milwaukee and Toronto. Wow! During that time period. Wow! But here's the kicker: Milwaukee and Toronto in that time period have, have won championships. Won championships add more insult to injury, the Jazz have failed to reach a conference finals during that, pan, that span and fell in the first round in three of the past four seasons. You know, it's
4: unfortunate that Snyder got some of the blame with the Rudy Donovan situation. I, I mean, it was like, well, is Quinn, you know, trying to be a part of the problem, or is he trying to help solve it? That's uh, Look, Quinn understands two things. One, you don't micromanage players in the NBA. That's how you lose your job really quickly. And Quinn also understood that these are grown-up men. They can handle it. Let them do it. If they come to you, you then bring advice in. Otherwise, shut up, stay out of it, let them deal with it. Um, look, you, you said it. The The numbers said it on Stan Amex article. No conference final appearances in the last six years. The two teams that he's behind in, in wins have both won a championship. Something's brewing here. It, it, it's not making sense. Now, granted, there's been times in the playoffs they weren't healthy last year. Don't you remember Rudy Gobert last year saying, look, if we would have won that series or if they would have been to a game seven in Utah, Rudy wasn't playing. He was done. Like, Rudy could not function correctly healthy-wise. That's true. Donovan Mitchell was playing on a threaded ankle. Mike Conley couldn't feel the left side of his leg. I mean, there was just issue after issue. So last year, all right, the year before that, we're in the bubble. Anything could happen. Like it was the bubble. I like. I know we blew a three-one series lead, and that that ticks everybody off. I get it, and it should. But it was the bubble. weird things were happening there. Um, you had the series where you know you beat the Clippers in seven games, and then you fell to the seventy-three and nine Warriors in four games. I get it. The year after that, you beat Oklahoma City Thunder. And then you had to kind of, and I think this is the one where I blame a little bit on the team. You lost to uh, Houston in, I think, five games, four games to one, right? Yeah. Um, got, one. got out, yeah. uh, Got out-coached. Got out-coached, I feel like, in that series. Got out-coached by by Tyrone Lue still. um, I feel like he got out-coached by Michael Malone in the bubble. And he got out-coached definitely by Jason Kidd. And so I don't know where to stand on Quinn Snyder. Like, in one part, I think he's doing a heck of a job. I think he's doing his very best with what he's been given, and I think some of the players need to learn how to make an open shot for once in their lifetime. But I also feel like, dude, you got to make adjustments. And I saw very few adjustments being made. You talked about one of them in nauseam in regards to the corner three. He's got to make adjustments, and I just felt there was none to be made. I don't, I don't know where to
2: stand on this guy, man. Right, and it's... In the offseason, it was you know, the front office. Well, the, the roster wasn't quite built right. Yeah. So the, the front office made adjustments. Okay, yeah. here's some, some other options you have with this roster that gives you more flexibility and variety. Well, We went the whole season playing with it and never could figure it out. And so when we get to the postseason, you're exposed again. Because they know Utah just can't figure this out. Too predictable. A couple more texts coming through nine three one zero Gobert is willing to be dunked on Whiteside isn't I mean there was the one play in game five yeah where Doncic's coming through and Whiteside's like no I'm not gonna let you posterize me he goes to the floor and guys get all upset I not- I think Rudy Rudy, Rudy challenges guys at the yeah, rim. I, say, I don't know if I'd say Rudy. Yeah, is look, to be there's
4: there's on. plenty of photos and videos of Rudy going to the rim and trying to match a guy at the rim. John Morant was one of those guys, right? Rudy's Rudy's met people at the rim, and sometimes he hasn't caught the ball. Sometimes he's caught a body. I I, I would
2: I, politely, I, I respectfully disagree with that one. Uh, two three zero five. You talk about getting rid of some players like mm-hmm. O'Neal, Mike Connolly, Rudy mm-hmm. Gay. But how do you get rid of them, or uh, would you have to get rid of them by dropping them? Would you still have to pay them? I don't know who would take them in a trade if you don't want them. Why would anyone else?
4: That's a great question. Mike Conley's gonna honestly, Mike Conley's gonna be the toughest one to get rid of. One because of the money in his contract, and two, there's just not a lot of proof from the pudding to tell you that he's worth the value that you would want out of him if he wants to be a starter. If Mike Conley wants to be a backup point guard anybody's going to take him. Anybody would take him. The problem is that Mike Conley wants to start, and if he wants to start for a playoff team, there's no options available right now. None of the playoff teams that are in the playoffs or that have been in the playoffs, I think, need a starting Mike Conley point guard. Royce O'Neill, I think, is a little bit easier. I think you can dump his contract on somebody, and it looks light, and then you can say, Royce O'Neal, you're flat out not good enough to start. Understand that. We'll pay you to play in the NBA, but you're not a starting basketball
2: player. See, I don't know. I I think that you can make compelling cases and get good good players in return for all of them. Rudy, really, I would say Rudy Even Gay. May, Rudy Gay may be the more challenging guy to get value for value out okay. of. Uh, Mike Connolly, Like, there's a number of teams that need a good starting point guard. Like Chicago Bulls. Um, might need a. a well, I guess they've got Ball, and he's healthy. I yeah. Um, but um, you know, there's a number of teams that um, that need a good starting point guard. New York Knicks? Wizards? Oh, New York Knicks need so much. Uh, I'm, I'm looking specifically at teams that made playoffs or just missed out on the playoffs, I'm willing to make some oh, – gosh, the Lakers? The Lakers, can, yeah. i would love to have a are they shooting, solid starting point guard. But
4: are they going to take Mike Conley in this situation as a starting point guard in L.A.? Maybe, actually, you know what? Maybe they would. Probably would. What do you? Okay, but then if you have to trade them, what are you getting out of value from the L.A. Lakers? Well, if you can get uh, that Horton Tucker. Oh, if we could get THT for Mike Conley, that'd be one of the greatest highway robberies in jazz trade <laughs> basketball history. But look at teams
2: like Sacramento, Portland, uh, Detroit, Indiana. I mean, these these teams all need a veteran point guard. Would love to have a veteran point guard.
4: But do they have teams. value to get back from from Mike Conley? That's I mean I mean I will remember young the, developing players. The Utah Jazz do not have a draft pick in this upcoming NBA draft. Zero. You might want to start shopping for some draft picks one way or well, another. Well, they've
2: got valuable uh, assets to to trade in exchange.
4: By the way, big thanks to Paul and Ben for thanks, uh, fixing my computer. I, c- I could not see anything. And I thought it was just a small fix. Luckily, I'm not the dumb one. Like, they had to come bring in, like, a whole new machine to fix that thing. God bless them.
2: <laughs> did you spill, like, your Mountain Dew on it
4: no, or something? No, I don't, Is Eric. Is that what it was? Don't. They're right here. You're in no. here moving things around. Think, and no. You, no. you spill you your Dr. Pepper zero. I did not. Dr. Eric, now you think they spilled Mountain Dew. Why did you do that? I didn't spill Is that soda. that why it's not working? I don't drink soda near the computers. you think Dr. Pepper's better? Uh, no. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> Eric. You think Dr. Pepper's better? Yeah, you should ask Eric about what as, he's doing on the equipment.
2: As long as it's zero. We, just, <laughs> we, we
4: established <laughs> that zero. the other day.
2: <laughs> All right, another quick timeout. You get
4: a full Dr. Pepper, you just start dumping it on equipment. You're like, nope, 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 wrong.
2: <laughs> Watch it burn. <laughs> uh, hey, look, I know it's been cool lately. We've had some wind, we've had some rain, but warmer weather is not that far away, and it can be brutal on your vehicle. So take it into Valvoline Instant Oil Change. They're located at 695 North Main in Logan. And they've got that Valvoline Synthetic and Valvoline Max Life Oil for your vehicle. And the great thing about Valvoline Instant Oil Change, they get you back out on the road fast. We'll be back fast after this quick timeout on the football That was Press. good.
3: Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure.
1: The Cash Valley Figure Skating Club presents Wonderland, a fantastical journey on ice. Friday and Saturday, April 29th and 30th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $8 at the door and are available on the figure skating website. The Spring Wonderland Show features local skaters showcasing their amazing talents. Come support the Cash Valley Figure Skaters and enjoy a great family night out Friday and Saturday, 7.30 p.m. at the Eccles Ice Center. Google Cash Valley Figure Skating for show details and tickets.
3: Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center have now moved from the Cash Valley Hospital to their new office location, 2245 North 400 East in North Logan, just south of the Cache Valley Hospital. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, welcome you to a brand new facility with more room and state-of-the-art equipment to help you and your family. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North 400 East in North Logan. Go to CacheValleyENT.com for details. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted.
0: The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM 1390 AM, The
2: FAN. Eric France and Ajay Salvison here on the Full Court Press. Guild Mortgage Text Line has been hot today, 435-339-0321. If you want to chime in, where do the jazz go from here? After Another early exit in the playoffs, failing to get past the first round for the third time in four years. Uh, Two three zero five. I have to disagree with your value assigned to the players the Jazz are trying to get rid of. Uh, they're older. They don't produce in the playoffs. So getting someone back that necessarily will help you, I think, is a pipe dream. That's why I think that they they may be older and they have you know uh, some price your contracts but if you send them to a, a young developing team who is in need of some veteran help in exchange you get some young up and comers which may pr- need to have some player development but that's what the Jazz are all about that's what they're really good at i, I think that's what your best chances are it's in my opinion but uh i don't make those deals so <laughs> um
4: I, and I wonder like I, I get the whole value thing I do. Um some the Jazz are trying to get rid of their older that they don't produce in the playoffs. You know, and, and here's the interesting thing, like Joe Johnson was older, man, he was great in the playoffs. You remember him? Oh my uh, he gosh. was but George Hill actually like was really good. Because just that presence of having a point guard who had been there, done that, with the San Antonio Spurs, Game 7s, NBA Finals, you name it, he'd been there, had a great impact on the Utah Jazz. And, um, you know, Mike Conley just didn't have that kind of resume to have that kind of Didn't have that presence. No. George Hill had that presence. Like, when George Hill was on the court, you knew you were okay. He was really good about that. One five seven zero Connolly and O'Neill for De'Aaron Fox. Oh my gosh! If if Sacramento and actually no, I take it, Sacramento is that stupid? So yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Oh, oh Yeah. You know what? Hey, you guys we can get a, a veteran point guard and a, a really good sized body in O'Neill. Don't tell him he shoots fifteen percent from three, guys. Just shut up. Yes. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox isn't that good. I don't know what you're doing with him, but yeah. Like yeah, he he wants to leave. You want him to leave? Let's
2: take him. All right, let's ship him out. Darren Fox is making twenty eight million oh, this year, thirty next worth it. Thirty two point six the year after that. Give it to me. I want Darren Fox. So price wise, that might might be in line. He's making he's on the same exact pay scale right now as Donovan Mitchell. Hey, let me ask you dollar for dollar, exactly the same.
4: What brings in your opinion, you're the GM, what brings you more value? Picks or trade value? I mean, like, what would you – are you looking for trades, or are you saying we need picks to build this roster? You got Jared Butler, uh, you got got Na, you got uh, Trent Forrest. Do you want picks in this NBA draft? You're like, you know what, screw it. We got to just go through free agency and trade. Let's let's find a way to build a team
2: immediately. Well, you've got some – well, I think it depends. Would they fundamentally believe that they have – Building blocks? Do they have pillars right now that they can build around? Yeah. Or do they just need to continue to try to develop? Mm. Because if I look at the young up-and-coming roster and think, oh, is Doak, is he a future starter? Potential, you know, big player in the NBA? Can't stay healthy. Butler? Nikhil Alexander-Walker? I have to say no to all of those. But if I look at Donovan Mitchell... Rudy Gobert, Boyan Bogdanovich, Jordan Clarkson. Those are guys worth hanging on to and building around. Sure. Just augmenting. Sure. But the way this team is, the maturity of this team and some of its players, I I think you'd go trades and free agency to try to help this team continue to be in a win-now mode.
4: Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree.
2: By the way, the, the there are just interesting looking at salaries – there are one, two, three, four players that are making the exact same amount of money, and you tell me who is who is uh, overperforming or underperforming based okay. on what they're getting paid. Okay. All, these these four guys are all getting paid the same. Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, Bam Adebayo, and Jason Tatum. Oh. And you want me to tell you who is getting, which teams with these players are getting their money's worth? Okay. And which teams are not? And give me the players one more time. I'm sorry. Jason Tatum. Okay. Bam Adebayo. Yep. Darren Fox. Yep. And Donovan Mitchell. Bam and Tatum. Absolutely. Darren Fox just.
4: Darren Fox is just getting buried by his own. Just he's just getting buried by the bad team and the bad organization that it is. Uh, It's a horrible front office and it's a bad team.
2: Bams had some seasons where he's been outstanding, and then he's had some seasons you forget he's around. Yep, yep. But he's playing well right now. Jason Tatum, absolutely. Boston is getting every penny, of and more worth out of that guy. Yep. Sacramento with Darren Fox. No, I don't think so. I think the Jazz are getting a fair value out of Donovan, but as we saw, as we mentioned earlier, he's been struggling in the playoffs. Uh, and it's, he's trending downward. That's not good. Another quick timeout here in the full court press. Before we do, Napa Auto Parts. We've got those five locations between Preston and Providence. And you've got the items that you're looking for, the parts that you need, the parts that you use, and the parts that you rely on every day. Plus, Napa also has some of those hard-to-find items that you're looking for, like 6-volt RV and golf cart batteries. Uh, Rotella 15-weight uh, 40. Rotella T6 5 weight 40, a couple other options of uh, oils that you need for a variety of different uh, vehicles and motors. You can find that. It's in stock when you need it at your five locally owned Preston and Providence Napa Auto
3: Parts. The roof on your house, out of sight, out of mind. They do their job until the unthinkable happens. <laughs> the dreaded leak. A free 10-point inspection of your roof can help avoid thousands of dollars in repair work. The free inspection examines corners, chimneys, vents, pipe flashing, eaves, gutters, shingle flexibility, wind damage, and more. You can't see these problems from the ground. Call Quality Pace Roofing at 757-9642 for your free inspection and avoid the problem before the dreaded leak. Quality Pace Roofing, 752-9642, or Google Quality Pace Roofing for more information. When you think about mom, what you see is dependable, always there when you need her, understanding, caring, and definitely
4: forgiving. She takes care of the kids, cooks, cleans, grocery shops, clipping the coupons to stretch your dollars further. She is an accountant, chauffeur, a tutor, a counselor, and sometimes
3: a referee. She is a hands-on, micromanaging CEO of the house, who in some cases also has a second job. This Mother's Day, get her something special at Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. Make it special, make it Jarek's.
1: You just finished your eye exam. What next? Well, of course, it's time to pick your frames and glasses. Did you know you have a choice where you get those from? May we suggest Crystal Vision in Logan. Nobody has the style and fashion to choose from like Crystal Vision. Their opticians are trained to fit your glasses to you, not the masses. Take your current prescription in and let Crystal Vision fit your glasses to you. Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. Daryl's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's parts department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers. And Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road
0: talking the sports you care about the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am
2: the fan Eric France and AJ Sableson here on the full court press Morton's text line is Open as you want to chime in on the fate of the Utah Jazz. Where do they go from here? What happened last night? And what happened in this series? 435-339-0321. 9463 chiming in. I don't get the whole blow it up convo. Why would you do any move that drops your championship odds over the next three years? If your championship percentage currently is like 15 to 20%, why would you make moves that drop that percentage?
4: Because your championship odds right now should have been a lot higher than 15 to 20%. If, if your championship odds are at 80% and you're losing in the first round, we need to have a conversation. Because this is this is getting old. Uh,
2: and to to um, 9463's point, I think that's why I'm probably more in line with to address the roster needs it needs to be done through free agency yeah. and trades rather than through draft picks. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, coming up next hour, we are going to hear from Justin Zanuck, the general manager wait. of the Utah Jazz. Answers, you get to hear it in his own voice, out of his own mouth. Uh, opinions on Quinn Snyder and the fate of this There's Jazz you. team. Stick around
5: i'm dan patrick and this is above the noise last night's nfl draft sent a clear message on where the nfl is headed the first round was packed with players that complement or defended the passing game the first four picks all players built around stopping the pass the offensive side of the ball a bit more active six wide receivers drafted in the top 20. the emphasis on difference makers in the passing game didn't end there the ravens hollywood brown and the titans a.j brown not related both dealt to new teams last night. That's a lot of draft capital spent on the passing game, but that's the new trend in the NFL. Just look at the last two Super Bowls, the Bucks, Chiefs, Rams, Bengals, all some of the league's more premier passing attacks when they made their run. Teams across the NFL have taken notice of that. And in a league where the rules heavily favor pushing the ball down the field, the emphasis on the passing game in round one last night in Las Vegas could be here to stay for a while. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cashback. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com match. Limitations to apply. Is your current home loan the
4: right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866 loan or go to
3: LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 17445.
5: Hey, Cache Valley, it's Kim with the Logan City Police Department. Spring has sprung, which means it's time for our cat shipping clinic. We are teaming up with the Bridgerland Applied Technology College of Animal Sciences to host this event. It will be held Saturday, April 30th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Bridgerland West Campus, located at 1410 North, 1000 West. You can pre-register for $8 by calling 435-716-9300. Walk-ins are also welcome at $10 per chip. All cats must be in a carrier, and remember to bring proof of rabies. Hope to see you there.
3: Napa, Napa Auto Parts has the items you're looking for. The parts you need, the parts you use, and the parts you rely on every day. Plus, Napa has some of those hard-to-find items you're looking for, like six-fold RV and golf cart batteries, Rotella 15W40, Rotella T65W40, Delo 15W40,
2: lawnmower filters and oil, all in stock when you need it, at your five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. Napa
0: radio KLGN Logan 106.9 FM 1390 AM The Fan We are And here's what you need to know
1: The NFL